Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. This is episode eight of Unveiled, and this week we are sharing gas things that you call your other half. We chat all things festivals and our top tips to survive them. Hello, hello. We are back. We've had to record this intro like three times since we get. We're actually getting mad shy with each other. It's a bit weird. I think it's because we're not in person. Tell everyone where you are. I'm not prepared to share that. <laughs> all right. She's in our half press. I'm in, I'm in my half press. Our producer's in Germany, Lambert. Got it, leaves in bed. And I'm, I'm lying on my bed with a white cloth. With a blanket over you, I'd say. I'm in, my, I'm in a rope. <laughs> but we're live and direct what? in your ears and that's all that matters, okay? Just matter that's all matter. that matters. Yeah. But go on, well, how was your week? Yeah, my week was good. Yeah, I feel like I danced with the devil and got away with it because obviously we were the last time we were doing the pod, we were saying that we were going to go to the Mother Pride block party that was on in Colin yeah. Parks. Yeah. Went. I had a it was amazing. Mate, do you ever have like a hangover day that you really enjoy? Like I know it's quite rare. Yeah. There. Me and David had one on Sunday. It was really cozy. It was raining, so I didn't feel like a scumbag. You know, and the sun is out, and you're like, oh, yeah. It's like it was just lovely. I just really enjoyed kind of vegging. So, you know what I feel though on those nights? I feel like my hangover wasn't too bad on the Sunday. But I almost feel like when you're surrendering to the night and you know you might be out yeah. late and having fun, you're almost like you're not hard on yourself the next day because it was a planned big night affair. So you're like, oh, we had a great night done. I feel like it's those nights where you really feel the extra hangover and the anxiety is the nights that are like unplanned and you're like, oh, should I have stayed out that late? Should I have went home? 100% it's like yeah. the added layer of guilt makes a hangover like yeah. even more unbearable but yeah whereas we had been planning this so like yeah knew for sure that I was and not going how good was it if anyone was there let us know purple no, disco okay. machine no, go on be honest right don't if you pop off now uh, purple disco machine I'll stop okay I'm not going to be a yes woman or whatever like he was gorgeous <laughs> Oh, he was fine. I wanted him to be better. Like, I could have done with him out and playing Funky Town. Oh, no, that's a real... So he has a couple of songs that I love, right? And I'd listen to all the time. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, somebody, oh, my God. This is my favourite song now that he's going to drop or whatever. I love it. And it... Turned into Funky Town, and everyone was looking at me being like, I can't believe Funky Town's your first song. I was like, it's not. Oh, that, that's why you have a little bit of hate towards Funky Town. I get it now. Oh, well, no, it was just a bit lame. I was like, it's not really one you could dance it. And it always reminds me of the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. Do you remember that when he used to do like the fast walking? Oh, yeah, vaguely, vaguely. So, did I ever tell you my like absolute blunder with pride before? No. Okay. So, you know that shop, you know Duke Street, like it's kind of near where Lemon and Duke is. Yes. So there's this shop, okay, and it was called, I think it's called Broad Pride, right? And a couple of years ago, I was like, well, this is when I worked in BC2 at the time, so I was always around there. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I was like would walk by it and I'd always see people with like broad jumpers on and I was like oh my god like Michael D Higgins dog is so popular like we're all feral for her I thought it was like merch for <laughs> dogs okay yeah and then I was like why that's mad like I know we all love Michael D Higgins but I was like that's just a bit mad so then I actually said it to my friend Shiva well our friend Shiva she's like yeah an Irish bitch and I was like what is the story that and she's like Nessa bro is the Irish for pride you absolute dunce and I was like oh my god I swear to god for about two years I thought people were just like doing merch for Michael D Higgins's dog for Broads yeah but I think I know. that's what his dog is called as well his dog is called Broad, yeah that, that bro is that dog still alive oh I know one of them died god love him but I don't know whether it was Broad or not. But bless <laughs> him, that's so funny. Now, so I actually knew Broad was pride, but I only found out a couple of years ago. You couldn't have told me, you know. Well, like, yeah, we never had the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but come here, on Pride, it would have been so lovely to have one of our many friends to come on and chat and tell their story because I think it's so important and it's just so lovely when you go out for Pride to see everyone come together. It's such a nice crowd, everyone's supporting one another. But I was actually chatting to a couple of people and they were actually saying that a lot of, you know, their charities, their non-profit charities were down this year. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. So I was thinking I might just give an opportunity to share like a couple of charities on the pod here. It's like it's yeah. so important to share There's people out there struggling, you know, that like don't have the confidence to speak up or they're just in a really bad situation with family or their religion. I just thought it'd be nice to just mention a few. We always go on about how much we love the LGBTQ community and like we yeah. go out and party with them and everything. But like it's mm-hmm. really important to not get lost in like the glitter of Pride Weekend, even though it's so fun. Pride is really important because it's for people who think they'd be better off dead than like. Being I know, I know. Dead. So while it's a party weekend, it's for a really, 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 really important really. message. So there's there's two charities that I'll mention. One is GOSH. It's a gender orientation, sexual health, HIV. And their focus is on the promotion of equality and well-being of all with a positive and respectful approach to sexual orientation and gender diversity. So another one is the LGBT Ireland. So this is a service that's open seven days a week. And they are a strong advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. They're available to contact via phone, online, or through instant messaging. And they also offer a peer support uh, service for those that prefer face-to-face meetings. Um, oh my God, Neva, I loved last week's episode. I know self-praise is no praise, but it was like <laughs> one of those ones that, you know, when you put out and like people keep messaging you funny icks, like I got so many other gas ones. But I have two honourable mentions that I have to just... I just, I have to get it off. Okay, Okay, go on. Okay, right. So somebody was like, one of my biggest icks of all time is when somebody like writes on Instagram or Facebook being like, does anyone know where I could get X, Y, Z? Like, babe, Google it. Yes. <laughs> that drives me demented. Like, does anybody know what time the groomer shuts up? Like, no, copy and paste that into Google. <laughs> You're done. That's so true. So annoying. It actually really, yeah. really bothers me. And you know what's so funny? I feel like, like I'm laughing because I'm an influencer. 
But like it's, influencers will put it up to see if they can get free something. Well, like that's a known thing. Well, I've never oh, yeah. done that, but I know when people like will put up being like, oh, is she just putting that up because she just wants to get something for free? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Do you know any pet friendly hotels in Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> no. I definitely put that up and got yeah, a freebie. I'm going to go for it. Great. I got a freebie. There you go. No, I don't. Okay, I did. <laughs> um, I got with this other one is it's it's the perfect storm really it's the perfect day okay come on so someone sharing a video on Facebook being like stay vigilant these guys are out there robbing bins and the video is from like 2017 in Kent and the person who's sharing it is from Lucan and it's literally 2023 look me people still on Facebook is very telling I know it's a very good place for like the community watch but that's about it (laughs) Well, it reminds. Why me else would you have? Why else would you have Facebook? Do you still have Facebook? Right, no, God, no. God, yeah. Me. Um, this reminds me <laughs> of the time, and I'll tell you. Maybe you know the person that told me this. So I'll tell you after because it's fucking gas, right? Okay. Um, so basically, the person who we know, her mom shared a thing on Facebook, right, <laughs> about two girls who were missing in Ibiza. Okay. So lots yeah. of unpack here anyway. So firstly, the person who was sharing the post was obviously in Dublin, not Ibiza. So no good anyway. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, the post was months old. Again, like what's the point? But most importantly, Neve, the two girls that were missing in Ibiza were the Peru two and they were in prison. Literally, and her mace. Stop. Yeah, and like that has to be someone's mom doing that. It was, it was, was it? It was. That's like, she was like, wow, that's one of the Peru too. They're they're grand. They're fair. Yeah, the one. That is so so funny. But you know what? As well, I had the biggest ick going in and out of Malahide Castle. I went to see Sam Fender on Sunday. He was amazing. If anyone was there. I wouldn't know who he is. I've never heard of him in my life. Well, you want to educate yourself. He's very good. And he's actually like a real fun lad. I feel like he's really good crack and sound. Um, But sorry, getting in and out of Malahide Castle is an absolute catastrophe. Oh my God. Like there's one dart. Give over. There's only one way in and one way out of Malahide Castle. There wasn't a taxi to be found. I didn't get home at half one. And that oh, was really? recent. Yeah. Look, I think that's. I actually am pissed off hearing people give air at Malahide. Why? Because, right, there's a dart, there's taxi ranks. Okay, you probably could get the bus. Nessa, coming out of a big event with 20,000 people. Zip it. Okay. Oh. For a second. Okay. <laughs> just because you're not in the epicenter of town the whole time, like, you're just. Coming out here like your D four energy, it's just not on. Okay, you need to. Leave Babe, it's not D four energy. They need to up the double. There was all the like not. There's not enough darts ready for the people. There was a queue out the door. It was lashing rain. It's every year. Malahide or the Dublin City Council or whatever council is out. They need to get it sorted. They need more buses. They need more taxis. There was people just wandering the street. It's not D four energy, babe. Remember, I'm from Tala. And I'll yeah, walk anywhere. Do, I'm not, yeah, don't humble me because I know where I'm from. I know where I'm from. And I'm telling you, All right. the events people need to get their act together. They need 
better transport, more darts on, more buses, and I'll bring my deep card. Yeah, but like, I don't care genuinely. Even if Beyonce was in Slane, I'm not, they can have you, I'm not going. Yeah, Slane's an awkward one as well. No, that sounds like a pilgrimage. It's meant to it be is. like a kilometre walk or something. So is Malahide Castle though. Like they're bringing it. it just, when's the last not... time you've been at an event in Malahide Castle? But like I've, I have been. Well, go on. No, tell me. I've got to ask you a question. Sure, when's well, the last if you time? have to guess, if you have to guess who it was, obviously it was Niall Poxy Rogers because as you're going to like, in 2019, so you can't remember is what you're saying, how it's like, because if anyone was there, uh, well, everyone's been talking about it. It's the talk of the Malahide town. It's the talk of Reddit. It's the talk of all the gossip group chats. It's a nightmare to get in and out. Oh, right, okay, right, okay. I will leave it off that. No, I'm joking. Well, I don't know this myself, but chess one, I'm here. I love Malahide, but just the in and out venue situation, it needs a bit of a switch up and a change. The idol. I turned on, so for anyone that was tuning in last week, I was speaking about how bad The Idol was. It's the new TV show on Sky Atlantic with Lily Rose Depp in the weekend. I was borderline defending the weekend last week. You know what? He's going to, he's after coming on and defending it. No, I was in 10 minutes and he's shaving her legs in a very unromantic way in a bathtub. And I said, I've had enough. So I won't be down back for another episode. That, that was the catalyst for you. That was the catalyst. And then another thing. Go on. Uh, while we're talking about music, even though the weekend played on the we- on yeah. on Wednesday, you looked amazing. I didn't go. Amazing, yeah. But another thing I want to get off my chest while we're here is the Swifties. <gasps> Sorry, I won't be gone. And I'm considering oh, Wednesday. I thought you'd be a Swifty, I have to say. Jesus, Del. No, like, I mean, I like maybe four of her songs, but this whole, the, like, this whole thing of, like, she's, I went, to, I read it on Joe Donahue, and I was considering a rent my place out for 20 grand. You see on Airbnb, they're renting out apartments for, like, 19 and a half thousand. Why that much money? I don't know. And then they actually had to raise it in the doll uh, this week. Okay. And your man, uh, the TD... Thomas Pringle, which is the cast name, I told everyone that like the popular online booking site, uh, booking.com, which we all use, said yeah. there was no rooms available under 350 euro in Dublin, the dates that the gigs are on. Isn't that yeah. absolutely mental? Well, like that's not new. But for Taylor Swift, like I just think it's bananas, but I'm just not a Taylor Swift fan. No, she actually, she is. That's all I have to Top say. to toe, an embodiment of an ick. Oh, no, I wouldn't say she's an ick now, like she's grand, but like I just, I, I kind of just don't get it. I just don't. And her dancing, just everything about her, roughly. Now that, it's me, hi, that's a banger. Like, and the bro, or you know, yeah. um, Wildest Dreams. No, I don't. And I don't want to go down into a Swifty song hole. So okay, no problem. Moving on swiftly then. Finally, I quiz. I'm going on with names after that. And um, actually, I know you were kind of recapping on last week, okay? And it's mm. always the way when you're talking about something, your phone, like earwigs, right? And I ended up going down a Travis Barker autobiography. Oh, oh. Oh, oh my God. Have you, like, you haven't seen any of these, have you? 
No, I was actually doing a bit of a TikTok detox the last two weeks. I'm spending too much time on it. So go on and spread. I'm like leaning into my TikTok addiction. I love it. I don't care. (laughs) So basically it was like recaps of his autobiography, right? And I don't know if you know this. You probably do. But, you know, maybe some people who are listening might not know that Travis always fancied Kim. Did you know this? No, this is brand new to me. Amazing. No, okay. So literally in his autobiography, because he was friends with Paris Hilton, right? And he Don't tell me he's like hooked up with Kim or hooked up with someone or relax yourself there now for a minute and let me bring you on a journey. Okay. Quotes. I've got receipts, got everything. It's wild. Okay. So he went on a trip to Amsterdam with Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton brought her closet girl who obviously was Kimmy K back in the day for anybody who did you, who anybody who didn't know this was how Kim Kardashian started out was she used to organize oh yeah Paris Hilton's wardrobe stylist I remember yeah, that yeah exactly, yeah right? and in his autobiography he was like I couldn't take my eyes off her and he was literally like to my friend I don't care that she's the closet girl dude she's hot okay Ooh. so yeah so he oh my god he was a feral yoke back in the day Travis Barker <laughs> be writing <laughs> everything okay but he said in his autobiography that Kim was the only girl who made him ever feel like he wanted to be a gentleman uh, so what? this is a quote right? he was like you might think I would be doing the worst things with that girl because of her tapes but it was the exact opposite of any other encounter I've had with a woman with Kim I wanted to be nothing but a gentleman to her it was so weird okay crazy right so then no hang on then, did you ever watch Meet the Barkers? No, back in the day. Jesus, no, but I vaguely remember it. I used to watch it, but anyway. So his ex-wife, Shayna, right, said that him and Kim had a full-on affair, right? So this was in 2021, I think she tweeted this. So she said, I've been legally bullied out and I'm fed up and exhausted. Social media and the media isn't real. I divorced Travis because I caught him having an affair with Kim. Now he's in love with her sister. It's all gross and I'm not the bad guy. Mic drop. Hello. Sorry, okay. give me a second to pick my job off the floor. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy you don't know. Oh my God. And I'm watching the Kartrashians at the moment. They <laughs> they still have me in. I'm, I'm still watching them. I've, I've dumped yeah. the idol. And yeah, but- Courtney is going mental over this Dolce thing. And... This is- thing that it makes oh. me think that there's deeper things so she also was like um she, oh my god she, she doesn't know why Travis Barker allegedly lied about his affair with the TV personality and she laughed and was like he's dating her sister now so I think that would be really weird I yeah. said that was steam and hot tea and I loved it like I can't believe I kept that all week from you I'm so happy I did I, you know, after we finish this, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole and I can't wait. Well, I try to, obviously, I'm actually so feral for celebrity autobiographies. It's my Oh, I know you are. It's so bad. <laughs> That's like, one I, thing I do know. I, and I don't care. I don't care if I know much about them. I'll read them. Some of my fave. Would you be actually into them? No. No, the only one I read, sorry, lol. I've read oh, two one. or three of them. No, I actually read, you'll laugh at me, the Rob Carney book, the rugby book. Of course. Oh, no, no need. I'm not no, laughing about Jamie, that. I, for, I forgot my book on holidays and Jamie brought it. So I actually got into it. It's actually a really nice book. If you're into rugby or whatever, it's kind of nice. 
but you got no, me to like, listen pop- to the Mel C one. Oh yeah, no, forget about Mel C. Mel C's grand. Mel B. Oh Mel B, sorry, Mel, Mel B. B. Do you know that she? Well, most people do, but Eddie Murphy is the love of her life. Yeah, I know. And is the daughter her her dad? She has a daughter, her daughter with them. Phoenix, yeah. Some of yeah, my, my favorite favorite ones. Obviously, is Mel B. Like, I'm not even joking yet. Her life is wild. Wild, I know. And she was so famous. Like, I obviously love this. It's really sad. Yeah, but she comes back. It's so She does. I also just finished the Paris Hilton one. Oh, I'm dying to do that one. Really good. Yeah. The pop culture crossover there was like, it was almost too overstimulating at some points. I was like, oh my God, I just need a minute. There's a lot going on. But it... Reminds me of a time, um, you know that bookshop on Grafton Street? I think it's Dubray's or something like that, right? Yeah. So, like, oh, God, I thought it was Dubray's, girl. Yeah, so did I, actually, but... Sure, okay. It's not. Yeah. It reminds me of... Oh, this is how long I've loved celeb memoir, right? So, like, years ago, I went in there, and I think there was... There definitely was a book signing, but I think it was somebody quite serious. It might have been, like... Michael D. Higgins or David Norris or somebody like that. Like, so okay. very, like, serious, blah, blah, blah. So I, like, came in and was, like, to somebody who works there. I was, like, sorry, I'm just wondering. And they were, like, yeah, the book sign, the Michael D. book sign, it's at the back. And I was, like, no, do you sell Cheryl Cole's autobiography? I was, like, that's <laughs> what I made for. And they were, like, oh, um, yeah, it's upstairs. I was, like, perfect. <laughs> I did. How was that one? Yeah, smash. Smash. So we put a, a call out there on social to ask like funny, unromantic names that you call your partner, right? Because mm-hmm. I obviously when David goes to work now, I try and get re- like rid of all the weird shit that he's brought into the house. So like, you know, all these, <laughs> I'll just, you know, when you're just like, oh no, that's not the vibe that needs to go. <laughs> so I'm like, can I dump this? So I was like, can I dump this board? And then I put it on my story and a girl who follows me and listens to the pod was like, oh my God. She's like, I call my boyfriend lad. Me and my boyfriend call each other lads. Like, they'll be like, lad, will we get a takeaway later? Oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. We're basically saying kind of the the less romantic your names are for each other, the stronger the relationship. So we just (laughs) wanted to hear like funny nicknames that people call each other. I got gas ones. Yeah, I have gas ones too. One of them is so funny. And... My boyfriend, so sorry, uh, where, where is this one? So yeah, so my boyfriend and I call each other bro. Don't know how it started, but it just stuck. But then she said, also, my friend, who's even funnier, gets called pork chop. Oh, Hey, <laughs> pork chop. I kind of think pork chop's kind of cute. I know, isn't it? It sounds like pork chop. Yeah, little pork chop. What about you? All right, I got gas ones, okay? Someone calls their boyfriend Fat Angel, which I'm obsessed with. <laughs> <laughs> and the same person... Sounds sexy. Fat Angel, baby. Then the same person was like, I also call him Onion. I was like... <laughs> onion? Yeah. That's so gas. So, <laughs> I actually have four people that call each other spuds. It's come up four times. Oh, really? Hey, spuds. And then mace is a very popular one. Mace. Yeah. All right. Oh, I've had uh, a... This one's mad. Hornswoggle. 
What? <laughs> Horn swoggle. Says like something from Harry Potter. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? I want to hear that. It's like, I know a couple close to me who call each other Nid and Trish from Love Hate. Oh, obsessed. <laughs> oh, funny. I'm like, this is like horseback. Oh, I've heard of that one, yeah. Okay, oh, I've been. Like, yeah, Story Horsebox, I've heard that. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Oh, um, was something very problematic. Go on. I have another one that's kind of as well. So they're um, fat sow. And we should call this. What? It's really bad. You and David? I don't know why. It's just, I think I started calling him it in a funny way. And now he calls me it. And then one time his mom heard him calling me it. And she like went crazy naturally, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, um, scary. You know, so... Jamie and I sometimes call each other Chapa, like Mayor Chapa. Gas. <laughs> you know what Jamie did the other day? Literally, it was like, I remember poor Lulu had to have a little operation. Um, she's grand, but we were like walking out of the vet. Like, like, he goes, no, who Oh, Lulu? sorry. Oh, sorry. People who don't know, I have a little dog called Lulu. She's the love of my life. She's a rescue. She's nine, and I have her about seven years now. Right. She's basically my best friend. Well, she had an operation. But anyway, I was a little bit upset naturally coming out of the vets. And he goes to me, come here to me, baby. Oh. I wanted to. I was like, get in and have a cold shower immediately. That was disgusting. Don't I know. ever call me baby again. Why is it so Drink crazy? your own grave there. That I was like, oh, I actually got chills. I was like, what? Did you just call me? No, I feel like obviously you call it when a babe is fine, but baby makes me want to die. Die and then I have another one. Sorry, hey Spunky, in no way dirty, but he just usually would go, hey Spunky. Oh yeah, no, that is something oh, oh. you do yourself, sweetheart. Well, listen, we're all about sharing things on the pod, and we love hearing from you. Yeah. Oh my god, if you have any gaff names, please email them on to unveiled at goloudnow.com. But you know what's so funny? I feel like names. Like unromantic names just happen, and also when you're in a relationship, like I was howling. Like me and Jamie were actually chatting about this the other day, of how, like even when like we're getting a takeaway, mm. like I demand that we get the same takeaway. Like he can't get another one, and it's so ridiculous. We can definitely get our own takeaways, but I'm like, no, I really want you to get what I'm having. But he would be the same. He'd be like, yeah, but would you not just get what I'm having? And it's so weird. Like we could simply just use our delivery or just the app separately order our own food well, I have a thing about like it all arriving at the same time turning on the movie eating together like not a shared experience yeah think. yeah like you you just it would be a cardinal sin it would feel like a fight yeah it would feel like a standoff <laughs> if like we got separate takeaways it's just not a runner no definitely what is your takeaway oh, you know when like I hate I also hate when like I have to lock up like it's Jamie's job to oh, lock yeah. up and sometimes like he'll run away and like get into like or like when we where did we live where we had the stairs I don't know but he'd like run up the stairs and I'd be like left to lock up the place I'd be like I'd freak out and I don't know why I'd be like no it's your job to lock oh up oh my god me we do the exact same thing like yeah you're locking up and then he'll take off running and I'm like no, <laughs> no. and I saw that um 
Charlene and Dana, I think um, Charlene from Home My Drink had a TikTok or something. And she's like, when I want to go to bed, like Dana has to go to bed with me, like go to sleep. And I'm, me and David, I'm standoff all the time about that. Yeah. Like I like to go to bed early, but he's a night owl. Yeah. Can't sleep until he comes to bed. I am the exact same. I like, I will lie in the bed and I'll be like, Jamie, are you coming in? He's like, yeah, five minutes. I'm like, Jamie, I know what he said one day. <laughs> that like, I feel like one of, he said like one of his red flags for me is when I, I have this like pitch and they, Jamie. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I'm asking him to do something or calling to him. So can you imagine me in the bed? And he hates it. And I'm like, Jamie. Oh my God, it's like your nightmare. But what and, is that? Like, it must just be a thing. It's just loud. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm like, my favorite thing ever is on my stage five clinger. I'm like, let's go to bed and go on TikTok together. And he's like, okay. I'm not even loving it. I'm like, okay, put your brightness down and turn the sound way down. And you know, when like you're lying in bed and you're both like, what we do is when he gets into bed finally after my 100 Jamie's, we like, like we're literally like back and forth sending each other like links yeah. to TikToks. So we're like laughing, we're like, oh, did you see that one? <laughs> yeah. Watch your noise and you watch your noise. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, we're all unhinged together. We're all unhinged together. Or like, you know, another thing um, when I like, even if it's like we're going to a gig in Dublin, this is me and Jamie now, we're going to like a festival. I always feel like we need to be like on the same level, like we're about in agreement that, okay, we'll be home by one or we'll be back on yeah. the tent for two. Like it's yeah, like yeah. a little, uh, like we're like nearly handshaking. And it's so funny how you're like that with your other half. Like or you're in agreement and be like, okay, well, I'm going to be with my friends for this amount of time. It's like, how much like little, little agreements. Yeah, like a little pack or like a little pack. Me and David will always be like, okay, whatever you do, like when you go to faster, you're like, you don't go back to the tent without each other, right? And you're like, yeah. shake on it, perfect. Then it's like six hours later, David's like, I'm going back to the tent. I'm like, yeah, grandpa, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It point. is. And I cannot wait to like break that negotiation again this summer. I'm so excited. I know. And you know what I'm so excited for? I hope. A lot of you that are listening are going to Altogether now. But me and Ness are going and we're going to have to I cannot wait. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm done with the floor. Now, I was a late bloomer for a festival. Like I only went to my first like weekend festival in 2019 for Altogether now. Did the whole pilgrimage of like camping on the ground with all the mates, blah, blah, blah. It was grand. Yeah. Then last year, I was like... No, I've got a full-time job. I don't need to be living this way. Like, I can just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it's okay yeah. on your comforts. I feel like people are like, they wear the campsite like a badge of honour. Like, nobody enjoys that. <laughs> what I will say is the banter is always... Now, it's always really fun in the campsite, but the glamping is just pretty much the same. Well, I find, especially because when I, when I go down, I'm always going down with like four different groups of people. And generally, all of them are glamping. And damping mm-hmm. is just, it's just perfect. It's it's, it's like a little mini hotel. Yeah. yeah. In your adult era. And yeah. I, like, everyone's like, you're going to miss the crack at the campsite. I don't want any crack at the campsite. I want no crack. I want silence. I don't want to hear tech now at nine in the morning. God forgive me for being so <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm okay yeah. with that. 
Yeah. So, but you know what you were saying? It's so funny. I I only got introduced to my first festival in 2018. And I feel oh, like really? I've been to, yeah, I feel like I've been to every festival there is in Ireland daily. Now, I will say a festival is like your personality trait. It is. I just love it so much. It's like being out in the open, the nature, the day drinking, the dancing. Resourceful. Well, I'll be mentioning my my um, great festival survival guide kiss that I actually launched in 2019. <laughs> and still this day at festivals, I have my besties who are my girl, uh, my besties who are my besties on Instagram have come up to me and been like, I use your survival kiss. What are your besties? All this. My girl besties that follow me on Instagram. Oh my God, Neves, I call your followers. Well, like, I feel like they are my oh. besties when I meet them. They are, because I feel like they get me. Well, come here to me. I wanted to ask you, I feel like I'd go to every festival under the sun. Is there any festival that you, there's one or two that I wouldn't go to. There's two that I really want to go to. Is there ones that are like, and they don't have to, sorry, and I mean globally, like, is there ones that you're like, hell no, and hell yes? Yeah. Hell no to Burning Man. Hell no. I'd love to go there, but I just feel like I wouldn't last. I just feel like people, it's just, again, it's for a certain type of people who are real free-spirited and they don't care about, like, possessions and all that sort of stuff, which is an amazing life to live. So many of us are not leading those lives and I feel like mm. they're just pretending. Why the hell would I want to go and barter in the Nevada, Nevada desert? For what? I know. It's so funny. Like, it's they've no money over there. So I've turned aside. So just, I know a good, I know good few people that went... And I had some funny stories where people were giving like people foot massages for like, you know, mental. And is there any other one that you would love to go to or wouldn't go to? So I would like to do Glastonbury, right? Obviously. But Glastonbury. Yeah, do I say it weird? You say Glastonbury. <laughs> I'm done. Is usually you correcting me and my dyslexic bum. <laughs> Look, you know, tomato, tomato. What, what is it, Glastonbury? Glastonbury, yeah. Right, Glastonbury. Right, sure, but it's a Glastonbury. Yeah. I don't criminate myself. <laughs> it's very, 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 very big. It's ginormous. Like, I'd want to do a, a golf caddy or something, and I wouldn't be camping. Like, you'd have to camp. So, I follow some of the main Chelsea crew because I used to watch that back in the day, and I still like follow them. Some of them were arriving on helicopters now. That's how I'd like to arrive. So, <laughs> like it is. I did see volumes with a Rolls Royce to Glastonbury, which I was screaming. Yeah. Um, in Glastonbury, there's like these like glamping like spaces where they've like outdoor pools and everything. Now they're like 10 grand for the weekend oh, or even more. 20, 28K. Oh, 20. 28K. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to go to Glastow. Um, I'd also love, love, love to go to Tomorrowland. No, no. That's like my heaven. I love a bit of techno, a bit of rave. No, I love all the colours, the likes, the product. Is it is a bit of techno? Like EDM. It's like electronic. I just it is, but I feel like there's no, there's loads of different parts to it. No, yeah, I love the the visuals are gorgeous and stuff. Yeah, it's stunning. It's very no. Yeah, well, uh, would you go to Coachella? Would you come with me next year? I actually, like, the lineup is so amazing, okay? like Yeah. But it's a bit tragic, isn't it? I mean, you know I you... feel like it's been made out to be tragic, but it's amazing. So I'll give you 
So in two years, I, I feel like I went the best two years. In 2018, 2019, I saw Beyonce, Destiny's Child, Eminem, Dr. Dre, The Weeknd, um, uh, Zed, Ariana Grande, NSYNC, Kenny oh, I've heard enough. Dua Lipa, I saw Dermot Kennedy, I saw Lizzo, I saw Billie Eilish, like all in two years. So that's what you're going, like if you're into music, into acts, yes. I'd highly recommend you going because it's such an amazing festival. It's so well organized. It's, it's, it's really good. Like I have to say, I really enjoyed it two years. It seems like there's no, like, I feel like a bit there's no crack. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's different to, it is different in a way, but like, no, it is good. Like, it is good. Um, especially when you're not posing for pictures for two hours, which we were doing at one point. Well, that wasn't two hours, about an hour. Getting the shot. Did you get your shot though? I did. Yeah, we got a couple of shots, but I feel like that was when I was in my real like Instagram diehard outfit era. I was young. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I dabble in that era every so often, but looking back, if I was going again, I'd, I would definitely tame it back and relax a little bit more. Did you, did you wear a flower crown? I can't remember. I didn't know you then. I did not wear a flower crown. No, I feel like my outfits for Crescella were, I was very, I'd still wear them today, I think, which is a good thing to say. Yeah. I don't know about the leather chaps now. I wore a leather chaps one year. Yeah. Well, focus. Uh, you, you would wear them again. Yeah, sure, why not? And come here, what would be your dream headline festival? They asked me dead or alive, by the way. Okay, so how many slots? Go on, give us three or four. Okay, ABBA. Ooh! I'm really proud of that, okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, ABBA. I think I would need Beyonce. I think I would. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'd need a DJ. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure what DJ. I don't know. I need to have a proper think of this, but I know for sure my top two. I, really, my main number one headliner would be ABBA. Okay. Do you want to hear mine? Yeah, go on. So I'd bring back George Michael from the dead. Yes. So yeah. I. Good yeah. Woman. George Michael. I'd bring Daft Punk back. I wouldn't. What? What is wrong with you, Nessa? <laughs> Daft Punk are incredible. You're grand, yeah. Um... I would do like probably Britney Spears in her like good age. Yeah. Yeah, probably like Beyonce. Probably. Yeah. 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 Okay, I've it's hard on my okay, so mine would be Abba, Beyonce. I'm gonna take George Michael as well. They can't. No, okay. Oh no, I'm joking, you can't. You can. okay, I'll take Mariah Carey, okay? I'll take Mariah oh. Carey. Yeah. And then I'm going to do glitter box. So like the whole. Oh, yes. Yes. No, what glitter box is you're with. Oh, sorry. I'd probably do Rihanna or JLo. I have all the old skill tracks. This, but I need to explain what glitter box is. So it's basically like um, a kind of a drag queen extravaganza, but like they'd have loads of different really famous DJs that will come and play like disco and funk and house. And it's just like, oh. It's amazing. So I'm going to share my survival kit. And so funny, I'm, for any of you that have me on Instagram, I love a festival. You might have seen this already. If you haven't, it's actually a very good like survival kit. And if you haven't been to a festival and you're thinking of it, do. It's so much fun. Go with your friends. You have the best crack ever. If it's raining, snowing, 
windy. You still have the best one. You're you're just dedicated to the cause. No, so I got a shit. Well, what do you have? Having a windy. It, it was always windy. So my festival survival kit. So I have a couple of things. So for girls, I feel like what should be in your backpack at all times. So when you're marching around, usually you leave the tent area. I'm going to read out the backpack first because if you've been to a festival, you'll know how far from the tent is or whether you're staying in a teepee or wherever you're staying. To get from there to the main stage area, it's a walk and it's a hassle to get back to your tent. And if you're not, even if you're glamping or on a tent site, even to find your tent, you can sometimes get a little bit lost. So things that you need in your backpack are toilet paper. If you have biodegradable little wet wipes and sanitizer, tampons, always because someone may need them. And you'll always like to be that person who doesn't have one. So if you see someone with a backpack, they'll have some. Plasters, lip balm, a little mini hairbrush, sunglasses, a little makeup brush to tap off your face, leggings for nighttime to throw them on so you don't have to go back to the tent. So most people wear shorts or a skirt or a dress. Get your leggings in the bag so you can like flip them on. A purse, always have cash for the chair planes. It's a must. Oh, oh your yeah, purse with your cash. Because all the, well, a lot of places take card now, but generally those little amusements, which are a must, uh, you need cash for. And then if you've There's had, so much on there. oh my God. And if you have like mini fridge or freezer bin style bags, they're really good to put on your feet if you're like wearing runners or non-waterproof boots because you can put them over your socks. Oh yeah, you always do that, don't you? And it's it's essential. Obviously, I'm needed to mention you need your uh, SPF, which is important. You know what my festival survival kit is? Go on, Shalpatine. <laughs> like remember it all together now like last year I was like I feel sick I was like I don't feel well and I was like someone get me need colour now you know it's so funny James Kavanagh demands me in the morning of a festival they, they do be fighting where I'm like ring need colour ask need colour I people have me on speed dial I'm like Bell Bonner babes I'm over to you in 10 so that brings us to the end of our episode we actually spoke about loads there which was pretty gas but unfortunately I'm gonna end I know that we do a little a, a load and a load but my load of the week is a bit of a serious matter no I'm joking my load of the week was actually you know so annoying you just need to be kinder people online and I don't really get a lot of hate I don't really get a lot of negative comments and this wasn't sent to me but I was actually looking up something for work and um, I was actually looking up this thing for Wellfest that I did this year I did like this little blurb and I googled um Wellfest and I went onto the website. But before I went onto the website, naturally I scrolled down just by mistake. And I saw this horrible, horrible thing written about me. Didn't go in, I could just see. And then I come on like my weight, which I just think was bananas. So I just want to call out people that are absolute wagons sometimes and just to be kinder because there's so many like little online trolls out there. And I just want to call you out and that's my load of the week because... You just don't know how people, you just don't know how people's days are going, what people have going behind closed doors. So this is my call out to be kinder and nicer bitches. Okay, that's me done. Okay, so my lot of the week is a TikTok that I came across a couple of weeks ago. And it's just got funnier and funnier for me. Like every time I see it, I'm just laughing a little bit more. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have seen it circulating, but I'm sure you'll laugh with it anyway. It's the clip of when people find out that Brian McFadden is leaving Westlife and 
kind of fans gather around. I think it's like the Intercontinental in uh, Bald Bridge and they're just up in a heap over it. And yeah, I just wanted to share that. I thought it was absolutely gas. So enjoy. Outside the news conference, Westlife fans said they were devastated by the decision. I didn't think it would hit me this hard, but it's kind of like a pair of history, you know what I mean? Like, Westlife were the most, like, they were Irish and they were just perfect and normal and lads and all. And now, like, Brian Neef and it's just at the... It's devastating. I was the number one fan and I went everywhere to see them and bought tickets, went to all the concerts, stayed out all night. I really don't think they'll ask without Brian and I'd support them, but I won't stay out all night to meet them. This is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey, a Go Loud original podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.